McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. Oh, there you go. You know what time it is. That means it's 5 o'clock on a Friday, and we are promoting it. Nice to hear from uh, Coach Pittman there, though. Hey, good luck uh, this spring, Coach Pittman. You guys got a lot to work on. You and uh, Batrino. Um, on the field or I, off the field? Which one? Well, perhaps both. I forgot all about that until I read this little SEC kind of things to watch for the offseason. I forgot that Batrino's the new offensive coordinator back in Arkansas. So Yeah, uh, uh, so, so I have an Arkansas buddy who covers the Razorbacks, and when we were doing that OU Arkansas uh, pregame show back in December, I asked him about that because it was such a big story. And I thought that Arkansas fans would overwhelmingly be excited about that. It's the last time they were any good when he was there. So to bring him back as the OC, I thought, oh, everyone would be all about that and excited. Nah, it's kind of split right down the middle. Uh, He viewed it as kind of embarrassing. And if this doesn't go right, it's going to be some real egg on their face. And Pittman's absolutely going to get fired. It's going to be this terrible look. So it's... Has not gone over like I thought it would out there in Fayetteville. Well, it is kind of interesting, though. Like, do you think that that was like Pittman's idea and who he like was his number one choice? I don't know why I, it. I mean, he's on the hot seat, so maybe you do anything when you're on the hot seat to save your job. But it would almost feel like one of those situations where if the offense was really good, but the rest of the team sputtered, they just allow him the, then the opportunity to promote him as the head coach at some point. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it is It is interesting, though. Of all the names to, to choose from, Pittman would go there. It's a weird pick. I mean, I guess I assumed whenever he made that hire that it was kind of one of those things, like almost a um, not just fan base, but administration just clamoring for some, a move like that. I don't know. be interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah. nonetheless, uh, we were joined at the beginning of the show by an all-timer, an OU legend, Hollis Price, and he's coming into town with Coach Sampson and uh, the number one Houston Cougars. So it was cool to have him join the show. Here's what he said earlier. How about that? Did I hear that right? A 31-game home winning streak yeah. during that span? <laughs> oh, yeah, Oh, man. my gosh. How those, awesome was that? Yeah, man. Those were the days. And uh, we got the legend on himself, Hollis Price. He was an All-American. He he did it all at OU. And Hollis, uh, did that bring back some uh, really special memories from your time at OU? What would you think about that? Man, I, I thought I was tripping when I was hearing that replay. That, that, sounds, uh, that was an exciting game. Yeah, Dude, I, I guess I was in that game, but it, it sounds like it was exciting on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I appreciate you doing this first off, and, and we'll talk about 
some of the great moments that you had here in, in Norman, but a major talking point for us is all you guys coming back this weekend. Um, we, we heard from Kelvin a couple of days ago. Uh, Hollis, I'm just curious what your emotions are like uh, coming back this weekend for this trip. Man, it is funny. We just landed, and for some reason, my heart started beating faster. You know, I, this never happened to me. You know, um, it, it, it was an exciting uh, heartbeat, but, you know, I'm excited that we're back in uh, Oklahoma and we get to see so many people that, that we uh, played uh, – that we played in this stadium for and, and and all the fans and everything. I'm sure it's going to be pretty cool whenever you walk into the, to the LNC. And I don't know when the last time you you've been in town has been, but uh, I bet there's going to be a big crowd there to welcome you guys. But what's it been like being in the big 12? Has that been, I know you guys have been doing a really good job, um, you know, previously. And then you come into the big 12 you having flashbacks walking into all these gyms on the road? It, it, it's been it's been great. You know, I'm I'm happy for the winning that our guys are doing uh, because this is the best conference in, in the nation, and you know, we uh, we continue to win games. Um, it, it's been great walking into all of these gyms, remembering that TCU I never played in, so that that was a. Uh, a new arena that I, I have yet to play in, but uh, I'm 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 so excited that we we have this opportunity to to play in the Big 12 and and to show everybody how good of a team we have. You know, you mentioned when you guys landed today that you know some some emotions maybe came back. Your your heart was beating fast, but in a good way. I guess when you think back on your OU career and you're still there with Kelvin every day and Kellen and, and Qantas, but w what memories come to mind for you when you think back of your great career at OU? Yeah, I, I th I'm going to think back to my, my first visit here, uh, getting off that plane and driving through uh, the city, driving through Moore, and, and seeing all the houses that was destroyed from the tornado. But this one place, they, they had a church that was untouched. And it was weird that that, that happened. So, it, you know, that, that opened my eyes for that, that moment. And then, you know, getting to meet the guys that was on the team and, and meeting Miss Sampson, going to their house and, and all of that stuff. And it, it just felt like home. And the same thing here, you know, uh, landing just now you know it just brought back all of those memories I, mean, I, I know you you guys had some great battles had some unbelievable teams accomplished a bunch of great things and do you do you guys stay in touch i mean i know you do with uh definitely with a couple of guys but uh, you guys got a pretty good network of, of former teammates that played together that that you know still talk and and connect we do. Um, I, I think all the all the guys are supposed to be coming to the game. Now I, I know it's going to be split down the middle. Which which side they're going to sit on? Uh, <laughs> so so I, I think uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure those guys going to sit on the Oklahoma side, which they should. But you know because we all went to OU. Um, uh, but you know we're we're coming here and we're trying to trying to get a win. 
Of course, Hollis was a, was an All-American, Teddy, and listen to, at least on one All-American list, who he was joined by. Nick Collison of Kansas, of course. Mm. T.J. Ford. David West was another. So you go Nick Collison, T.J. Ford, David West, Hollis Price. That, that's, a, that's a tough lineup. And don't forget Dwayne Wade on yeah, that same and D. Wade too. Yeah, D. Wade, yeah. man, when he was at Marquette, it's just, it's insane. I'll, I'll say it. I mean, it's just my opinion. Nobody has to comment, but the man's name uh, should be in the Raptors. Uh, Hollis should have his number ten jersey up in the Raptors. If you're uh, if you're asking me, and I hope that happens for him someday. You you know what? I, I second that. That 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 is that is great. I'm happy. I'm happy you said that, uh, and not myself. But I, I agree with you. Oh. Oh, 100% right there. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a cool thing to do, and I, I, think it, I think it really needs to happen. Well, Kelvin got us all emotional yesterday just talking about what he's going to feel coming back here. And I'm, maybe you've talked with him about it. Maybe you've talked with uh, Qantas and, and Kellen about it as well. But have you seen a different Coach Sampson this week with, with this coming up? I mean, he's going to handle it just fine, I'm sure. But can, can you really tell that this is going to be emotional for him? It, you know, for somebody who spent 12 years in a place, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. It, you know, it, it's it's hard not for it to be emotional. Uh, I was here four years, and the family—I I don't call them friends; I call them family because I, I have fam- I made family here. And the people, when I see them, you know, I I get emotional you know, for the four years because I lost a few people uh, here. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's going to be emotional for all of us. But, you know, we have a job and our guys have a job and, and that's what we, we can come in to do. Now, uh, I know we played that intro we played had some uh, had an awesome moment on there. Now, do you have a, do you have a favorite memory Um Maybe it's maybe it's a tournament, maybe it's a, a road game somewhere, maybe it's a home game. But does does any moment stick out whenever you're wearing the Sooners jersey? Man, I I have so many moments. You know, I could go back to my freshman year in, in uh, Kemper Arena, making those free throws to push the game to overtime against uh, Missouri, and we wind up winning that game, winning three back to back, back to back to back. Big 12 championships. Um, shoot, that Texas Tech game, the Kansas game at home. Uh, every, all three uh, senior nights, except mine. You know, my senior night, we lost to Texas. So I, I think that's the biggest thing for me, you know, because it's been 20-something years. And, you know, I, I lost my last game, and, and hopefully hopefully our guys can find a way and win this game for me and Qantas so we can feel, uh, feel much better because we've been waiting on this game for a long time. Hey, Hollis, last one, man, and we just got so many positive text messages rolling in right now. Lindsay says uh, three heart emojis to Hollis, welcome home. A uh, guy from Parts Unknown says, man, I miss him. Here's one that says, that's awesome, Hollis. That was my church. So cool for sharing that story. If you could just say something to the OU fans, whether you still keep in touch with them on social media or just from your time here, like what would you, what would you tell OU fans? Uh, what, what, anything you'd like to say? Oh, man, now you get me emotion. I, I just want to thank 
all the fans that supported me, supported my team, um, and I appreciate everything that you guys have done for me and done for my family because I, you know, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I have to go back to that. You know, I, you know, when Hurricane Katrina hit in New Orleans, you know, that showed that I've chose the right place. You know, everybody in Oklahoma pulled together and, and helped my family out. Wind up buying a house down in Houston, and they still live in that same house. And I'm I'm, I'm just so grateful to to the Oklahoma uh, uh, fans and everything. So thank you. Well, well, and we appreciate you. And I, what a guy you want Oklahoma to win uh, as you come back into the gym for the first <laughs> time since. Since that Texas game, that's I'm sure that's what you meant, right? Whenever you said uh, have the guys win that one for you, right? Wait, is is, is this Teddy? Is this Teddy? Did you yeah, say Oklahoma? Yeah. I said, no, I I I said the Cougs, not Oklahoma. Oh, I know it. I know it. Hey man, we uh, good luck to you guys. You got a hell of a team. Uh, it's going to be fun seeing you guys in the LNC tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by for uh, and chat with us for a little bit on the show. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Sooner fans. Kenzie Hansen here to tell you about my friends at the Affordable Door Company. Their fast, reliable, and professional staff have been serving the OKC Metro for over 28 years. Affordable Door Company is your one-stop shop for residential and commercial garage door service and replacement. Call them and tell them you want the ultimate maintenance for your garage door. You don't want to be stuck in your garage at game time, so give them a call at 405-635-9499 or visit them online at affordabledoor.net. You can't afford not to call Affordable Door Company, proud garage door sponsor of the Sooners. The OU men's basketball squad hosts the nationally ranked Houston Cougars this Saturday night. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock at the Lloyd Noble Center as former OU coach Kelvin Sampson makes his return to Norman. Tickets are selling fast for Saturday night hoops at the LNC. Visit Soonersports.com slash tickets for more information and to reserve your seats today. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Scammers often try to dupe veterans to steal the VA benefits they've earned. Scammers may try to obtain sensitive information or collect payments over the phone, offer to move assets in order to qualify for pension, insist benefits may be sent directly to a friend or caregiver, or promise to manage benefits or file a claim for you. VA will never charge you for processing a claim, and only VA can determine eligibility. To report suspicious activity, visit va.gov forward slash OIG forward slash hotline. Wake up with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. 
PD some C. Like right now, we're going to PD some P. We're going to, after we leave here, we're going to go <laughs> punch down some pancakes. You are. I'm not, but I get what you're yeah. saying there. No, we're going to, like down. I would say, I, I, yes, I'd say after we get done, you ready to go PD some P. Some people would say, absolutely. Can't wait for the maple syrup on those pancakes. Some people. Who are these some people? What is the need to shorten everything? Like, why can't we just say Waco? Why no, can't just, say the co? What is like just a brief? Some pee. What? What? You don't abbreve? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I abbreve from time to time. Yeah. I see. I don't think I abbreve as much as you abbreve. I think you make a game out of abbreving, and then making me feel stupid when I don't know you're abbreve. T Row and TJ weekdays from six to nine a.m. on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Into the weekend, it is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, good stuff from Hollis Price earlier today again. Really appreciate him for uh, coming on, saying everything that he did. And maybe the single coolest thing about that interview, Teddy, is he genuinely still really cares about this place, genuinely cares about the people here. Like You could tell, like, thanking people for helping his family after Hurricane Katrina, there's still a deep love and a deep appreciation uh, for how this guy feels about this place, which is always really cool. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, obviously very grateful for his time. Um, you know, it sounds like he's excited to be back and kind of taking it all in. It's been cool for him to make the rounds in the Big 12 and kind of go down memory lane now in a, in a little bit different role, but uh, still really cool. And they've got a really good basketball team and, you know, as much uh, fluff as we can throw out there, Adam, yeah, they're still going to be coming in here with a mission. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I know. So. But but before we get to that, like, just one thing on like, Hollis coming back and everyone excited for it and Qantas and Kellen and Kelvin, especially the players that get to come back and people feel this way, I bet it's something that you don't really think about at the time. You don't think about how cool it can be in 15, 20 years you come back and right. everyone wants to see you and they love you and all that, but that's got to be a pretty unbelievable feeling when you go away and you come back and people still care about you as much as they do. That, that very, yeah. very underrated feeling. Yeah, because I, and I'm sure he's been back and been around and it's not the first time, but the guy hadn't played here in 20 years. So, uh, 
that is cool that, you know, it's still that big of a deal whenever you show up in town and um, now nah, and it's and it's very well deserved. You know, he's one of those guys that it's just it's interesting how your mindset is whenever you're watching basketball players. He's one of those guys that whenever he took a shot, it was a shock that it didn't go in. Yep. And I'm not suggesting that he had some incredible shooting percentage. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, it may have been average for for what, you know, good players are. I don't know. But it was one of those where he's got the ball and he takes the shot. It's There's like an expectation there that he's going to make it. It's well, especially and, for the know, free throw line, he was like, I sure. feel like he like led the nation one year in free throw percentage. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, he was an incredible player, and they had a really good team, well-rounded team that played together, that were tough. It was uh, it was fun times, man. Felt like he never missed a shot in a system that was very defensive oriented. Yeah. Kind of like what what they are right now, right? Yeah, which is insane. Right. Trying to find his three uh, free throw percentage. So his last year at OU, ninety two point nine percent from Dang. the free throw line. Wow, you got his other shooting percentages. What was he like from three? Or? Uh, from the field his senior year, he was forty five point three percent. Yeah, from three, he was uh, just over forty three percent from three point range That's his senior good. season. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Really good. Yeah, all-American worthy numbers right there. But tomorrow yep. is, uh, boy, we've evaluated some games this year and evaluated some tough matchups for this team, but I, I don't know if we've looked at a game so far this year, played a lot, where we've said, yeah, it just does not feel like a great matchup. Now, you're at home. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. You've lost some home games this year. Maybe they're so sentimental about everything that they don't play their best ball. I mean, you, you really just got to hope that you hit sh- some shots tomorrow that you haven't hit most of the conference season and they don't play their best basketball game because they are the best team in the country right now. Yeah, best team in the country and for good reason. A lot of talent. Uh, coached really well, obviously. Tough. Uh, really good defensively. So, yeah, I – what they're 12 and 3 in conference uh they lost on the road at iowa state on the road at tcu and those were those were right out of gate those were their second and third big 12 games and then they lost at kansas and now they're on what a six game winning streak with wins at cincinnati win at baylor so i mean they they have uh, all three of their conference losses are on the road but two of them were early and, you know, they've rounded into form. Another one was at Kansas. So uh, you do have a bit of an edge because that's where their losses have come. But it's not like there's some bad road team. You know, they just went in and handled a, a really good Baylor team on the road. So yeah, it's not unwinnable. Okay, I'll say that. It's not unwinnable if, if we play, like, the game of the season we can win. But – you know, you just have to play the game of the season. You can't go out and play like you've played recently. And I'm not saying that they've played just horribly recently, but that's not going to be good enough to get it done against Houston. No. Well, they, you, you mentioned they lost at Iowa State. It was a snowstorm, insane snowstorm when they went up to Ames. And not that that affected yeah. the actual basketball game on the court, but, you know, you're, you're used to a certain weather pattern there in Houston. 
It's kind of like, welcome to the Big 12. Welcome back, you know, Hollis and Kellen and Kelvin and Qantas. Here's a giant snowstorm surrounding Hilton Coliseum in your first trip back to Ames. And then they go to Kansas, yeah. and they're, a, they're favored to beat KU. Bill Self's only been a home underdog like three, four times, something like that. So that didn't, you know, that, that didn't start out well from the beginning. You knew it was going to happen there. Right. But they're just, they're just good, man. They're just elite defensively and just feels like they're going to really make it tough on OU. I, I do have the line up. Would you like to guess what the betting spread is for tomorrow's game? Oh, my gosh. Um, the University of Oklahoma is a seven-point dog. Five-and-a-half-point dog. Five-and-a-half. What's okay. the uh, total? One one twenty-eight. I-, I wonder if they have a separate. Wonder if they have a separate over/under for points scored by OU. Over/under forty-six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, and listen, I, I don't think Oklahoma's going to win. And I know that there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a, a frustration across Sooner Nation, and I get it. Because that will mean they've lost four out of their last five. But if they lose, it will have been to the number one team in the country, the number eight team in the country, the number six team in the country, and the number 12 team in the country. That's who their four out of the last five games have been against. So, again, I I, I don't think it's reason to panic. I think we, we kind of know where we sit at this point. We're, we're kind of the middle of the pack in the Big 12, and – We've played the top of the pack four out of the last five games. Well, so, yeah. tough. No, I mean, yeah, not only is it tough, I think that you could potentially look at it this way, dude. Uh, is this the single toughest week of OU schedule so far this year? Yeah, it is. But I think you could probably go a little bit deeper than that. How many teams in the country have had a single week as tough as this one for OU? At number eight, Iowa State, who could end up being a two seed, and I haven't lost in over a year at home. And then you have the number one team on your home floor the next Saturday. I'm, maybe yeah. there's someone that's had two top five games in the same week, but like, this is probably in the upper echelon of toughest single weeks that any team has had to play so far this year. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a brutal week. And we said it from the beginning. If you just win one of one, not only will you take it, but you're actually really happy about things. Here's your chance tomorrow. I don't feel great about it. But if you win tomorrow, then you are absolutely in the tournament, and I think you're at worst on that 8-9 line uh, going into the dance. Well, yeah, I mean, the Baylor game was on February 13th. So what is this going to be like? That's, I don't know, 16, 17 days. In 17 days, you've played – four top 12 teams and including the number one team in the country i i don't think other than maybe in the big 12 there's no one else that's had a stretch like that over over a five game period i mean it's just it's incredibly tough it's the conference though and i'm not sitting here trying to make excuses for them it's just you know it's that's the top four teams in conference houston iowa state kansas and baylor that's the top four teams, and you've had to play them almost in a straight line here. Uh, it's it's incredibly tough. But, you know, 
we still we got to show up. You got to play well. You got to try and improve because you know it's going to be a very low percentage chance of winning the game tomorrow. But you can win against Cincinnati and Texas, and you have to win one of them. It would be awesome to win both. Yeah, nine one eight. I guess you don't have to, but yeah. Yeah, go ahead. 918, I was at the big Monday game when Hollis hit a shot at the buzzer versus Tech and Bobby Knight to go to overtime, which we then won. Great memory. Yeah, we played that uh, Sports Center highlight when uh, we got Hollis on. He was just pretty impressed by that. Uh, 918 says, same scenario as Bama last year. Bama was number two yeah. in the country. They had They were incredibly athletic. I just they couldn't play defense like this Houston team. I I, I see what you're saying there, but the, what makes this tough is just the, the matchup against these guys. It's just it's going to be so difficult. You know, I mean, yep. e, e, like you mentioned what Wednesday night's the last time OU played. You you mentioned in the Iowa State game. You know, OU shot it poorly, but they had some open looks, which is true. And that's what's tough about tomorrow. Is this team isn't hitting the open looks, and they're not going to get as many tomorrow. Like, they're going to have to fight for every good look that they get. Yeah. No, that's right. Um, right. Sooner Greg says total ass whooping. I guess that's Sooner Greg's (laughs) prediction for tomorrow. Uh, KW the 918. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead with that. No, I was just going to say, and uh, he did not specify who was doing the kicking and who was doing the receiving. Yeah, greatest prediction ever, if you ask me. Sooner Greg's (laughs) going to be right no matter what. KW the 918, hey, we have the home field advantage, and Teddy has eight points to use at his discretion because we indeed played absolutely terrible in Ames. Yeah, he did give us that deal on Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's – I would – I'm going to think I would need eight points at the beginning of the game, the beginning of the second half, and then maybe in the last two minutes. Now, I'm not saying that they would – they're going to lose by that much. I think they'll be able to keep it pretty tight. I mean, I think it's going to be a low-scoring, tight game, but they're going to be so good defensively that we're going to be forced to be taking a bunch of, uh, you know, long-range shots, and we have not been good at hitting the long-range shots, especially and they're going to be good at contesting them and making them difficult. So this has not been our specialty of a game. Yeah, Greg from Lawton says just got to make shots. There you go. Yep. Ticket prices are pretty low tomorrow, by the way. Really low. Lowest ten bucks yeah. uh, earlier this afternoon. So, if you want to get out to the game, you can you can do so for a pretty cheap price. Uh, Basketball Power Index gives OU a sixteen percent chance to win this game. Again, Houston is a five and a half point favorite. What are you putting it on the must win scale? Ten being the highest. One. It's not a must win. It's a good thing it's not a must win. Now, Cincinnati, I put that on the eight or nine. I I think there's probably a good chance that you can make, you're still going to make the NCAA tourney even if you don't win that game. But it goes a long way to kind of seal the deal, 20 wins. It's going to be kind of hard to keep you out at that point, I think. Yeah. Uh, Any interest in watching any of the NFL Combine this weekend? I'll, I'll, I watched a little bit last night, uh, just some of the highlights, some guys running, and man, there's some there's some big numbers being thrown out there last night on from some defensive linemen, big edge guys running really well. I think uh, Verse from Florida State ran a 
four five nine, I think. Didn't Tavondre Sweat do something impressive? I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's big. I didn't see it, but as big as he is, if he breaks into the fours, probably be uh, one of those things that's really impressive from him. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll keep my eye on what's going on. Just see what's happening. I'm not going to sit there on Saturday, Sunday, and watch all the combine. I'll I'll catch the highlights. Uh, Maybe I'd rather if we're going to watch something like that. Just reading a story on ESPN today, like former players talking about Jim Harbaugh. I guess he lifted with the team quite a bit, (laughs) and he would lift with the team in a polo and his khakis that he's so well known for. And he'd get on the bench and he'd throw up 225 like it was nothing. And he'd be yeah. doing so in khakis, which is amazing. You got that that grown man strength. And he he probably wears those khakis to the beach. In matter of fact, didn't he wear them to the beach? Yes. If I remember right, like one of their spring break trips they took together. Just rolled, he's out rolled, there in the up the, rolled up the pant leg there a little bit. He probably has the whitest legs. They're probably translucent, like a uh, like a creature that's been living in a in a cave where there's no light. It's probably what his legs look. How like. do you know he didn't wear into bed? Wears khakis to bed. I don't. I don't. He's been a 75 year old man since the day he uh, retired from the NFL. So it's pretty entertaining. Sure I already does. know what he's going to look like in 35 years. Just look at his dad. It's exactly what he's going to look like. He no, already looks like look that at, now. Yeah, as I was about to say, just look at what he's looked like for the last two decades. Oh, good stuff. All right, quick time out. A couple of segments left here from Riverwind Casino on a Friday. Stay tuned. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Barkham's, we mix our own customized 100% organic soils formulated to grow crops organically. Our soils are perfect for bed prep, strengthening your own garden soils, and to home garden your own foods. Visit our website at MarkhamsNursery.com. Markham's Nursery, just add the sun. Taking you home on a Friday, it is The Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Teddy is at the Riverwind Casino today. I am in for the third annual Common Ground Coffee Festival, which is going on tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Cleveland County Fairgrounds in Norman. And to tell us more about the event is Randy Gardner, the president of Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity. Randy, thank you so much for joining us on this Friday. If you would, please tell us all about the Common Ground Coffee Festival going on tomorrow. Yeah, we're super excited because it's our third annual one. Uh, as you mentioned, the, at the fairgrounds from 9 to 4. Uh, we're going to have all kinds of uh, vendors there that are going to be sampling their coffee. Uh, we're going to have anything coffee culture, so uh, pastries, chocolate, uh, art, music, uh, you name it, we've got it there. And it's just a, a great opportunity for people to also come and learn about what we as Habitat do. Uh, we think of coffee as a communal event, something to have conversations over. And so we want to share what we do for the community and uh, just sort of educate everybody and have those conversations. Yeah, Habitat for Humanity is important. You're the president of Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity. But why is this festival so important for Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity? 
Well, it's our marquee fundraiser event that we do each year, and it's an opportunity to, to raise funds to build affordable housing. And we know that, you know, two of the biggest issues facing our community and communities across the nation is homelessness and affordable housing. And the affordable housing component is what we deal with. And so these funds go directly into our programs to help us do just that, to address the affordable housing issue and start getting some construction started on some more houses. We just opened up uh, two houses in November and December, and we're ready to get started on the next one. Randy, I, I've never been a big coffee drinker in my life until about six months ago. And what it's allowed me to do is spend more time with my wife and daughter. Every Friday, we go to a local coffee shop by where we live. And before we take her to school, we, we all have coffee together. That's, that's what we do. My wife and I, on a Saturday or, or a Sunday morning, we'll go get coffee together. So I, I'm going to guess that this event is very family, uh, very uh, for everyone in the family. But what about some of those activities? Because it does sound like it's a great event for the whole family. Oh, it absolutely is. So we got things from kids all the way up to adults. For the adults, we've got some breweries coming in and a couple other people that are coming in to do some a couple of cocktails. For the kids, we've got uh, the libraries coming in in the morning. They're not. They're going to be there till noon, I think. But uh, they're going to be there doing some sensory stuff. So the Maker Mobile is going to be there doing uh, craft stuff with the kids, or whatever. We're going to have, like I said, artists. They're going to be there. Uh, for those who are not coffee drinkers, we're there's uh, there's going to be some tea. And I'm going to say this wrong, but the the yulong or what are a uh, kabucha? Excuse me, they're gonna have yeah. a kabucha tea there. So, if you're one of those people, we're gonna have some of that there as well. Uh, uh, there's a nut person. If you guys have heard about Levity, we're big friends of theirs, and uh, they're gonna be there sampling their scones that they sell in inside their restaurant. And so, yeah, there's a little bit for every everybody there. Randy Gardner is our guest, president of Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity. Again, it's the third annual Common Grounds Coffee Festival tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Cleveland County Fairgrounds. Admission is $10 per person, and that's going to give you access to 60-plus uh, coffee venture, uh, coffee vendors, which is uh, pretty incredible. Uh, since we have you here, people are getting close to spring cleaning and getting rid of furniture. If you could talk to us about how people can donate to Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity? Sure. They can, uh, uh, any, any day of the week, uh, Monday through Saturday, they can uh, come in. Uh, we open from 9 to 6, but our donation drop-offs are from 9 to 5. They can pull up to the back of our store. There's a buzzer there, and my folks will come and, and help them offload stuff. If it's larger stuff and they need some assistance, they can call the store at 405-360-7868, schedule a pickup, and my guys will come out and and help uh, pick up the larger items and get them back to our store so we can get them on the floor. And, again, everything you donate is, is a registered donation to a charity, and then all the money we make from that goes, again, back into our programs and builds houses and wheelchair ramps and does all kinds of good for the community we live in. Well, one more, Randy. Like, one of the hidden gems in Norman is your restore uh, on Main Street across from Norman High, but it's not just the furniture. Like, what? T- tell everyone about the types of products that you can also find at your store there. Uh, pretty much uh, housewares. So if you're looking for dishes and silverware, we've got some electronics. We've got building supplies. Uh, if you're into art, we get some some cool artwork pieces in. Or if you just need the picture frame, we got those as well. And then we get uh, quite a few people coming in to browse our books. We have a small books section that uh, is a real bargain for those people looking for their next great novel to to sit down and curl up with a cup of coffee with, right, and and enjoy that book. So there, there's an opportunity there. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say that we I actually opened a brand new one up in Shawnee oh, wow, at the okay. Shawnee Mall right off of I-40. So 
Uh, same thing. We have drop-offs there, shopping there, and the same purpose there to help serve Pottawatomie County. We have our store there now. So. Well, that's awesome. R- Randy, best of luck tomorrow. Um, I, it's it's a big day for, for you out there. I, I, I'm sure it'll go really well. Um, but best of luck tomorrow and, of course, to the Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity as well. Appreciate your time, Randy. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. Randy Gardner, president of Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity. Just uh, just scrolling today and looking at a couple of different things across NFL and college football. Tom Pelissero said this, in of the chain gang, the NFL tested optical tracking in two stadiums and the Super Bowl last season for line-to-gain rulings, league officials said today. The technology isn't expected to be ready for rollout in 2024 and re- would uh, require a vote, but the future is coming. And the future is the end of the chain gang. Huh. Does that mean we're, not, well. we're, we're no longer going to stop the game for a measurement? Those are intense moments. Probably. I, I mean, you don't stop it for a measurement, but you stop it for video replay to see where the pl- the player was truly down. And I know people have always clamored, well, why don't they put a chip in the ball so they can measure where it is? Well, they probably do. It's not about where the ball is. It's about when the player's knee is down and someone still has to make a ruling on the field as to where that is to spot the football. So, you know, it's not like you just see where the ball was at, at whenever it stopped moving forward. So there's some complex stuff there. Um, you know, someone still has to click a button or or something to make a ruling as when the knee was down to, to get the final positioning where the football was. But, you know, I don't know what all that looks like. And I think we'll get there at – some point but you're still going to have to have video review to see where exactly the player was was down when the knee or wrist or elbow or uh buttocks hit the hit the ground so you know i'm all for it whatever it is like you can be as precise as as you want i mean i would say they actually do an incredible job for the most part of getting it really close well, and the thing that I saw today that I hate the most, um, in the most circulated version of the proposed 14-team college football playoff model, champions of the SEC and Big Ten would be guaranteed the two first-round buys. I just, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, the more and more I think about the buys, the the more and more I hate it. I just, I just don't like the thought of. I, I don't think that that's good for the TV rating. I just I don't think it's good for the fans necessarily. I, no buys, please. 14-team playoff. Well, Move it to a 16-team playoff then. That's what we have to do. If, if people think that the best team in the country is Florida State or Clemson or, you know, I, it's hard to envision this, but perhaps a Big 12 team, you just never know what things are going to look like. I think it's stupid to to punish a team like that before we even get to that. I mean, those buys are supposed to be for the two best teams, not SEC and Big Ten. I think it's dumb, but I think the, the buy is, is dumb considering how wide the range of, of schedule strength is. So, But, again, nobody cares about – what the consumer of the product thinks it's it's the networks that that care and the in the uh 
and the people in the position of power. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. The OU women's gymnastics team hosts the Michigan Wolverines this Friday at 6.15 in a rematch of the 2021 National Championship. Wear white and join us at the Lloyd Noble Center for the best show in town. Plus, 12-ounce beers are priced at just 2 bucks each. Visit Soonersports.com slash tickets to secure your seats. And we'll see you at the LNC this Friday night for Oklahoma Women's Gymnastics. I love playing sports, especially for my school. And that's because school sports are special. It's where it's safe to fail. It's where we're taught resilience. Where our fear becomes